1: Jason is an Odyssey NFL insider.
2: Jason Lockin' Four. Jason Lockin' Four, one of the best in the business.
1: Ken and Tim prefer Adam Schefter. What are we doing here? Inside access 1057 The Fan. Orioles are off today. They head into tomorrow with a two-game lead in the AL East. They're also currently uh, up on the Rangers by uh, it's a two games. So two up on the Rays, two up on the Rangers for the best record in the American League. Let's talk some Orioles baseball with our friend Ryan Ripken, part of our Baltimore Baseball Tonight coverage. And Ryan, thank you as always for joining us. Good afternoon. Let's start with, uh, I guess, the road trip so far, the offense scuffling are you concerned or is this dog days of August kind of stuff?
2: Well again, thanks for having me guys. Happy Thursday. Thank you. Um you know what I just I think it's dog days of August and it's baseball. You know, it's it's this I think also we want to try to look at every single game and, and magnify it, which I get. And because the Orioles have been so great on the road, but what they've done on the road is 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 uh, you know, rare how successful they've been. So I don't look at it that way. And even looking at this West coast trip, you play a very entertaining series against the Mariners. I mean, you know, for all those reasons. And then you play a Padres team that's really talented and you still sit there and wonder how are, how are they five games under 500 or whatever it is now. Um, But they're sitting at three and three and still have a chance to go play the A's and finish this road trip over 500 and come back to Baltimore. So I think all, all is still good in Birdland. Just It's just the nature of the season.
1: Ryan, Dean Kramer, uh, he gave him a shot last night, quality start. He's got 12 quality starts in his last 19. And Kramer always seems to be a little bit of a lightning rod for criticism. Uh, what what have you thought of his season as a whole?
2: I, I've really liked what Dean's done. And I know that that month of April was rough. And, you know, that was documented. But, man, I know he's had some games where people go, what, what is going on? But he's also had a lot of starts where you go, man, this is a good team. Dean's given us a great chance. I mean, that last start he had against the Astros, for example, and he has more you can go through, the Marlins, the Yankees. You know, uh, the Braves in May when it felt like the back was against the wall for Dean for not getting off to a good start in the season. He pitches a great game against Atlanta. You know, so he can pitch. Against any lineup, I, you know the biggest thing that I think people get caught up on is he'll have a certain inning here or there that people scratch their heads and go, "Well, what's going on, Dean? How do we get here? But from the progression Dean's made from last year to this year is very significant. And I think for Orioles fans, you got to be happy with what he's shown. And like you said, you gave the team a chance, and he's doing that more so than last year. And to me, that's, that's considered a successful season for us.
3: We know that, um, things can be streaky in baseball and, and, you know, good hitting and good pitching seemingly can be contagious. Um, the Orioles have a two ninety nine team on base percentage. Ryan, since the all-star break, that's, uh, tied for second worst in the American league. It, it, it seems like a few guys maybe have gotten away from some of their best habits at the plate. Um, is that something you think is being reinforced by video this time of year? Is it something you think you know the hitting staff and Brandon Hyde impart to guys, or at this level, does it really not need to be said because everybody can kind of see in the moment that they're kind of getting away from their best selves a little bit in terms of pitch selection, swing, swing yeah. decisions?
2: Yeah, I think honestly what it comes down to is when the season goes on, you're naturally going to get more tired. You're gonna you're gonna go through your slumps, and, and some of the guys like people brought up Austin Hayes, your first real slump comes out out, out after the All Star break, right? And so when you're going into these moments, you don't want to try to reinvent anything. You're not trying to change anything, and and you don't want to push the the panic button either. It's really just about, all right, let's go back to work. Maybe it is some guys really like watching film. Some guys really like looking back and saying, well. I want to look at myself this way or another, other guys go, I need to go feel something in the cage. Like I need to work on a feeling, you know? So it's really right now is finding what, what uh, thing is going to resonate with each hitter, you know? And, and also I want to give credit here. I mean, the Orioles have faced some, some pretty good staffs here, mm-hmm. you know, coming out of the break too. I mean, like Seattle, you know, is one of the top teams ERA in, in all of baseball then you also have the San Diego Padres who we know about their struggles, but they still have a very solid pitching staff, just recency bias here on this road trip. So it's a combination, but I I think it's just figure out what works for you, your method, and, and continue to build and, and, and try to get through it.
1: We're speaking to Ryan Ripken. It's Inside Access on the fan. Uh, Ryan, you brought up Austin Hayes, and uh, like you said, since July 1st, batting just 193, 547 OPS, and – It's kind of been similar like last year where he got off to that great start and faded some. Of course, he dealt with injuries last year and kind of wore down. We bring up dog days of summer with Hayes. Uh, You know, is there any concern there uh, down the stretch?
2: I I don't think so. My biggest concern for Hayes is just him being healthy. You know what I mean? I want to see him get through the full season. And um, everyone has down months. You know, the thing with – with when we look at superstar players, the reason why they're superstar players is that their down times aren't as, you know, frequent. You know, Austin Hayes is an all-star type player, but even the all-stars are going to have bad weeks, you know, maybe a bad month or two, you know. But the goal is how can you try to stop that? You know, I believe in what Austin Hayes has done. I think it's just a part of – it's his time right now, and you just hope – as we get towards the end of August, you know, he can wash this away. And the biggest thing is, because the Orioles, you know, they're going to be a playoff team, it's are you going to be feeling good by the time you turn this month and go towards the postseason. That, that's the ultimate question.
1: All right, Ryan. Well, you, you are the most positive guy I know as far as baseball is concerned. And maybe it's because you lived this life and, and we, we didn't and we're just blowhards. <laughs> but uh, the two guys the Orioles acquired at the deadline, Fuji and, and Jack Flaherty. Now, Fuji's had his moments, but it's frankly been more bad than good. And Flaherty was great in his first start, but it's gotten progressively worse since. Are, are you concerned about these two guys?
2: No, I know people are going to say, well, how much – and I'm on the Fuji train of, like, how much faith are you going to give a guy? I've had people ask me that question. They go, I would be really concerned with Fuji if he didn't go out and have dominant performances. And not just that he's barely getting by. Guys are really struggling to hit him. He had almost had an immaculate inning. The hardest thing right now is consistency, obviously. But when I say, like, it's so close, it truly is. It's really not a big difference. But I do understand for fans when you go, how does this happen so much? I get it. I mean, I 100% understand. I I do think the best is still yet to come for Fuji. You just kind of have to get through these tough times. And it's good that the Orioles are still winning. Now, for Flaherty, I honestly, I think it's two starts prior to the San Diego one. I mean, the first one was the best. Second one, he gave the team a chance. You know, so I think that it gets overblown a little bit. He got rocked. And I think it's as simple as you got rocked. I think the bigger thing that I want to notice is how does he respond to, to getting, um, you know, not he, he's a pro pitcher, so he's not getting his feelings hurt. But just how do you respond to such a rough outing? Because that's going to be the biggest tell. If he can respond, but just like the Orioles have done all season, you know, respond to bad games. If Flaherty has that type of quality in him, which I think he does, he's going to be more than fine.
3: We were just talking a little bit um, about trying to maybe get some guys off their feet a little more who, who have been scuffling, especially some guys who were in the outfield. How important do you think it is to get Aaron Hicks sort of back to where Aaron Hicks was before his back started hurting and the diving catch and all that stuff? <laughs> Excuse me. Because it seems like, you know, they could have a pretty interesting outfield rotation right now, but some setback keeps getting in the way.
2: Yeah, you know, you know, the ultimate thing is you want everyone feeling good and being able to, to find a rhythm again, right? You know, and that's that's the ultimate goal. And the Orioles, uh, you know, that's why they had a guy like Hicks is because you wanted that depth. So, yeah, it, it would be extremely valuable to have a guy like him, you know, get on track, and, and it's – you know, look, it, there's no magic words to it, um, but this is why you, we bring up we're at this point of the season, and and baseball's changed where it's not you're throwing out every player every single day. You know, a lot of guys, you know, like Adley's going to be obviously in their DH or catching most days, like Gunnar Henderson, like Cedric Mullins, like guys, like you know, those guys are your every day. But the biggest thing now is having guys fresh. So that combination, because you know, this race is far from over you know, for the division and for going to the postseason. So if they're able to get their guys kind of reset and feeling good, um, that that's that's what you hope for the most. And, and I think that the Orioles, given their track record this season, are going to find a good blend of that again.
1: Ryan Ripken, always great, man. Thanks so much for your time. We will chat next week.
2: All right, guys. Enjoy Thank the rest you. of your day.
4: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
0: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball.